Hi, and welcome to Thriving with Sarah and Jenny. Please join us as we explore how you can enjoy a happier life and a fulfilling career, things that aren't always that easy in our modern world. We'll be taking a look to how you can explore well-being both inside and outside the workplace, how to prevent burnout, how to achieve true happiness in work and life, and so much more. So stick around. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome to this session of Thriving with Sarah and Jenny. How are you? Sarah, how are you going? Uh, I'm going to be honest, Jenny, I really need this episode today. It is a miserable English February morning. It is cold. It is rainy. It is dark. (laughs) That's not my favorite kind of favorite February morning at all but I can so relate to that because I do have memories of those February mornings (laughs) and how about you over in Perth would you like to share well how how the weather is where you are I don't think I should because you might feel a bit sort of frustrated that that we seem to have it all over here and um yeah it's it's lovely and warm in fact it's a little bit too warm. It's about 40 degrees <laughs> centigrade. <laughs> and it was too warm to take the dogs out for a walk today. Uh, so they've just been lounging around with tongues lolling, and I've been doing the same, as you can imagine. Um, <laughs> but there's actually a, a security warning out saying, please do not take small children or dogs out in this heat because uh, it, we our systems aren't born to survive this uh, over a period of time. And, and too many doggies get burnt feet, which is, which is not good oh. at all, and burnt nose. No. So yep. um, we, we have doggy zinc sunscreen over here to put on noses. Works very well on humans too, I believe. Um, <laughs> yes. So, yes, we've got the complete opposite to you. We've got brilliant blue sunshine and a lot of heat, but that's, that's okay. Oh, that's summer. okay. You know what? I am going to, I'm going to absorb all that beautiful sunny energy yeah. you've got. Try and take some of that excess over here. We <laughs> yes. can share and share alike. I think that's fine. That's fine. Exactly. And I've exactly. also been told that your spring flowers are coming out about a month early. Whoa. Yeah. That's very strange. Well, this time last year, mm-hmm. our garden was flooded and covered in ice and we actually went ice skating uh, and uh, yeah so it's it's all changed that's for sure yeah wow <laughs> that's crazy yeah yeah scary stuff so so today we've got a very lovely topic something that we don't talk about enough especially not in the work mm-hmm. context and it's all about play and the fact that many of us as grown-ups, are, I was going to say sleep, but we're also play deprived. <laughs> do, you think, do you think you are? Do you think you're play deprived, Sarah? Oh, 100%. One, it's the weather. <laughs> um, but second, yes, yes. And I, I more so... Um, in my case, I can only express from my case because of the pandemic. Um, but yeah, like you, I think we are play deprived. And actually, since the pandemic, so when I work with clients, we measure them on you know results and relationships. We've talked about those before. We we measure them on purpose. So how connected are they? Uh, and we measure them on play. Uh-huh. And across the board, 
every one of my clients for the last two years has been low on play totally missing with it it's 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 the only thing I can say that links every one of my clients Mm -hmm. um we've stopped kind of having fun at work and why do you think that is why do you think play is now sort of seen with disdain it's it's something that you just don't talk about especially in the work environment why do yeah why do you think we've we've pushed play out yeah, well, I th- so I guess for me, I think it starts back quite some time ago when we talk the business of business is business, our good old friend, uh, Martin Friedman, which, you know, there, that's a whole nother conversation to be had. Um, and then, yes, that work is serious business, that separation of work and play that we grew up with, you and I grew up with in the workplace, um, feelings, personal stuff, nothing in like that belonged at work. So I think that's part of it. Um But I think we do it as adults as a whole. So play is enshrined in the United Nations Convention on the Right for Children. Yeah. Um, And it's it's part. So it's enshrined as part of ensuring the development of happy, healthy children. And somehow when we get to be adults and especially when we get to work, I think (laughs) we just drop it. Pretty much sums it up. Yes, it's like you're grown up now. You're a young adult. You can forget about play from here on in. Yeah. How shocking is that? I mean, yes. You know, if the World Health Organization has put it in its constitution, how important it is for children's development, and of course, it's important for their physical development, learning how to catch a ball, to climb a tree, to do those sort of things. It's essential for our cognitive development, so you can actually learn to think more clearly and problem solve and make good decisions and all that. It's really important for emotional regulation because you have to learn how to play with others and share your toys nicely. Yeah. (laughs) Even when you don't want to. (laughs) So did anyone else feel like Jenny was just (laughs) nodding at me like that was about me? But I think there's so much about play and how important it is, like you mentioned at at the beginning, to to how well we we function, how we can optimise how well we do things and, you know, what we feel we get out of our life and work. And I think uh, we ignore play at our peril because there's there's a ton of research out there now, isn't there, about Absolutely. Yeah. Play brings to the workplace. Yeah. 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 Well, let's, so I've got a list here. So everyone sit down. (laughs) He's prepared to write a long list. (laughs) So play is proven to improve communication, collaboration, which you said very well, concentration, resilience, empathy, trust, problem solving, listening skills, critical and creative thinking, leadership, well-being, like you said, but physical and mental, it's good for all of us. Um, and, and again, as you pointed out, brain function. So it's almost like that happiness at work piece. If you want to improve anything, I think that you need in the workplace, yeah. play is critical to that. Um, and uh, And I love, so I think Nick Marks found that you know, and it's not about playing all the time, right? No, so no, I think no, this no. is where... And it's not about playing the clown either. It's adopting a, a playful, more playful or yeah. lighter 
approach yeah. Um, yeah. in your communication, in your behaviours, um, mm. and, and your interactions with other people. And they've shown that those people who have a more a playful approach actually get on better with other people because, you know, there's nothing more delightful than having a little bit of a positive banter with your colleagues. Um, it just lightens the load. And, and hey, we are dealing with so much at the moment and so much stress. Um, a little bit of a playful approach just helps to defrag some of that stress and, and helps mm-hmm. to manage things a little bit better because I think it helps us just to sort of relax and get rid of some of that excess cortisol that we've been sort of storing up for, for an overwhelmed period of time. So, so play, it's, it's very useful and it's very useful, I, I think, in times when you've got uh, an important decision to make, when you're negotiating something that's quite complex and you've got sort of opposing points of view. If it all gets too serious, people end up more in a threat state and they get very stuck and they won't budge in, in their thinking. And then you've got nowhere to go. Whereas if you can just lighten it up just a little bit, you've got room for manoeuvring. So you're more likely to end up with compromise. And if that gives you a, a positive result to move forward with, that's great. There's nothing more frustrating than coming together with others at work and then leaving the meeting thinking, well, that was a complete waste of time because so-and-so wouldn't change his mind or her mind and they weren't open to considering other alternatives. So I think play can be very useful in the business world, specifically around those strategies, if you'd like to call them that. That was so brilliant. In my head, I was asking you questions and then you were answering them. That was so fantastic. That's telepathy. I think it's called telepathy. (laughs) Yeah. Very good, Jenny. Um, So with that in mind, I think, you know, if you spend a little bit of time playing. I guess there's two things I pick up on from that. One is if you start with, you know, five minutes or 5% of your time in play, right? Then that is that gateway to all your positive emotions. So like you said, it kind of reverses your fight or flight, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And pausing and taking a break. The other thing that I, you know, how I'm like so focused on relationships this year is when you play with someone, they start to become your friend. So then they're not your colleague, they're your friend. Mm-hmm. What happens if you, your friend's struggling, like you said, when people are coming together? So adding this little bit of play, and it doesn't have to be tons, mm-hmm. you, you end up with more time to do things. You're, you're more productive. You're all of these things. Um, and coming back around to your original question about kind of why do you think that is from the pandemic? And I think... I notice it myself. I'm I'm on meetings all the time. Oh. You're in a Zoom room most of the time. Mm. Um, and you can, then you go, oh, I've got this space in my diary. So yes, I can meet you then. Yes, I can talk to you then. Yes, I can. And it again, it becomes this, um, yeah, we've kind of turned into hyper-productive and I put it in quotation marks because I don't think we are productive. <laughs> I don't think we're more productive. I think um, I think we're cramming more in, which mm. may sound slightly nuanced, but I think it's very different. I think you're right. But we're not scheduling t- fun time, we're not are scheduling we? fun time. And it means that we yeah. end up in a transactional state all the time, mm. which is okay. Mm-hmm. 
but it's hard work and there's nothing to lighten that load. And I think it, yeah. it doesn't really matter whether you allocate five minutes at work or outside work, because I think it has yeah. a flow on effect. If you can spend mm. a little bit more time scheduling some play at home or with friends or whatever, that will actually flow into creating the space for you know the vision to see that actually I could do something like this at work and it might actually help us to to get over the certain hump that we're dealing with at the moment and vice versa so I think it is very much just a small tweak it's not about rushing around um, playing games all day long and I know gamification became very popular a few years back do you remember when that happened everybody oh yeah <laughs> everything and uh yeah right um I think it's, it's about <laughs> recognizing that all work and no play makes us dull boring <laughs> basically yeah we're much more interesting yeah. because we show a different side of ourselves when we are in that more relaxed state and able to express ourselves uh, mm. using different language um, and using our imagination and creative juices a little bit more because play is fantastic for boosting creativity. And if you're working on a production line when all you do is the same thing all day long for eight hours, maybe you don't need much creativity, but... Happily, if you're not on that production line and you're doing other types of work, which do require you mm -hmm. to A, think, B, think mm -hmm. about how things could be done better or differently, having access to that facility to be more creative is fantastic. Mm -hmm. And so let's, let's get better at thinking about how we can reintroduce a little bit more playfulness into our work and obviously it's going to suit some people more than others because we're all different personalities yeah. too and I know there might be some people on this call who are going oh for goodness sake I can't believe you're talking about play <laughs> who's got time for that nonsense it's all silly it's all a waste of time well, <laughs> the science would disagree with you <laughs> would disagree with you and also if that's what you think perhaps we are the wrong podcast <laughs> we can't all be you know we can't we can't be for everybody no, Jen. Absolutely. um absolutely not. so i want to ask you a couple of things on that mm -hmm. for, which came up for me but the first one i want to ask you is have you got an example of how you have played at work or incorporated play at work how have I incorporated play? I guess, uh, oh, that's an interesting question because my work when I'm working with clients tends to be in the form of training and workshops. So I, I tend to approach things with a slightly light hand. I like mm. to show a little bit of self-depreciation so that people don't go, oh, she's a doctor. She's going to be all serious and professional. Well, yes, I can <laughs> be like that. But I think we learn so much better. So when, we, when we're relaxed and smiling and thinking about things. So I, yeah. I try to induce, introduce a little bit of play or interactions in my workshops so that I get people, I can see them, it, you, know, that, you know, they're thinking about it. 
And when they when they smile at my, I'm not telling jokes or anything, but when I see them smile, <laughs> they're laughing amongst themselves because I've said something and I know it's resonating very strongly with them. Like when I suggested to uh, a group of senior teachers and about how uh, engaging and greater self-care might allow them to embrace the idea of getting home on time more often, they almost fell off the chairs in hysterics. <laughs> but, but clearly, it was a topic that resonated very strongly for them because they know that, yeah. you know, that just doesn't yeah. happen for them in their role. So I think we we can use the playful approach just to bring home, if you like, mm. the relevance piece of whatever it is we're trying to do. What about yourself? What, what, what do you do to introduce playfulness into your work? So I, I'm a little bit more, I don't want to say bold because that sounds like you're not bold, but I've stuck, I've stuck my flag in the ground. <laughs> so I am, um, I actually do Lego serious play with the uh, oh, clients yes. sometimes, yes, yes, yes. which has fantastic results. Um, really phenomenal. And even just the, the language that is used in the question. So we actually sometimes play with Lego. Um, Wonderful. But I'm thinking back to my call center days. Um, and this is a fine line and you have to have, a, I think you have to have a team with psychological safety and responsibility and all these things before you go to this space. But we used to have fun and we would take random words, not rude words or anything like that, but random words and put them up on the board. And you would get a point if you could fit those words into your conversation throughout the day. And if you manage to get all three of these crazy random words into the conversation, you won a prize, right? Love it, love it. <laughs> now you still had to be professional. You still had to deliver amazing customer service. Um, but it was, it made everyone else kind of like have a bit of a giggle if you heard, I think one of them one time was like Russian and someone just bang on just went oh I think you spoke to my Russian colleague earlier and that was you know that when you just went it was really you know there's not no harm in it there no. was no service no. deprecation no. we weren't making fun of anybody but it just got everyone a little bit a little bit g'd up I guess yeah. a little yeah. bit just a bit of silliness right um and uh and it became quite a fun thing to do we didn't do it all the time but it uh, that it still brings a smile to my face when I think about my colleagues. <laughs> I think you spoke to my Russian colleague. <laughs> yes, my Russian colleague. Oh, oh. <laughs> we didn't have a Russian colleague. <laughs> what, what I love about that is, as you were describing it, I just got a sense of how that would energize people. <laughs> exactly. And energy is everything. Yeah in in yeah. how we go about our lives isn't it so if you're feeling oh, more definitely energized you're automatically in that place where you're going to be working a bit harder you're more collaborative you're more interactive with other people because you've got the energy to do it and how good is that which means that you actually do get more stuff done and you may even have the prospect of getting home on time today <laughs> So, yeah, a little bit of play goes a long way. Yes. So shall we share some ideas of what people could be doing to bring yeah. playfulness into their lives? Have you got any I suggestions to kick us off? So I think you've heard me say, I may be in every one of our episodes, Jenny, about <laughs> intention. 
Yes. If we're not doing something until it becomes that habit and something we naturally do, uh, we have to be intentional and set set ourselves the time or set out time to do. So that would be my first one is be intentional. Um, The second is um, don't force people to do it. We had those words on the no, we had those words on the board. If that wasn't your thing or you weren't into it, it was you didn't have to do it. It was no problem. You could be an observer. You could be a participant by laughing and thinking that was hilarious or giving ideas, but you did not have to participate in yep. it whatsoever. So it can't be enforced fun, which I think is maybe where team building has gone a bit too far. Yeah. We're all part of the team. Right? We're all in this together. We're all <laughs> going to do this. We have to have fun together. No, That's no. a bad idea. <laughs> um, and... I don't know for me I think it's yeah so being intentional don't force it um and I guess respect would be my third thing you know be respectful yes um yeah especially you know if I think about in the UK they're talking about all the parties that went on in uh number 10 Downing Street during the thing so is it's not always the right thing to do and a party uh is not always the way to get played. No, so no. Use it and build build things together um, yeah. that yeah that serve you, serve your team, and serve your kind of function. I guess that's so. Those would be my my three pieces of advice. How about you? Right. Well, I would follow on from the intention with permission, giving yourself uh, permission to explore what it. play is for you. And what it likes because yeah. for all of us what you find yeah great to do as your form of play may be the worst thing in the world for me because you might like playing cards you might like be, be one of those people that loves playing bridge with you know your friends and that I would rather pull my toenails out one by one rather than <laughs> have to play card games just saying so <laughs> it's about giving ourselves permission to do what fills us up and I think sometimes if we go back into our little memory boxes and look for the one Mm -hmm. labeled childish play and open it up and think what did we do as kids that we just thought was the bee's knees now you may not actually want to do that anymore what you did then but there may be something there that you did find enjoyable and you could still do and that would be your form of play so I think Going back to previous experiences, it's really important. And I think the other thing is to recognise what your preferred play style is because we all play differently. Yeah. Some of us will only play with when there's other people around. We have to have all our friends or our work colleagues and we all are in it together and that's fine. Some people like a little bit of the whimsy the quirky, the bit unusual. They're always seeking out something a little bit out there. That's their form of play, and that's fine too. Yeah. Some people like um, to be more lighthearted where you're doing something and it's purely for the pleasure, the hedonism of, of it, and that's fine too. <laughs> um, obviously, there's a place place for that. And, and but really, it means that you're happy to improvise and you're not taking life too seriously because we do tend to over serious everything. Is that a word? No. Over <laughs> it is now. That? How do I say that? <laughs> we make life too serious sometimes. So it's about helping ourselves just to lighten up. 
Um, mm. and, and the final group are those who like more intellectual play. And these are probably the bridge players, although they also like to play mm-hmm. in groups. Um, but these are the people that love um, word play and there might be sorts of play that you can do on your own as well. Now, whether you do this at home or at work is obviously dependent on the type of what you do and, and, and your preferred play style. But I think we need to recognise that our, our forms of play are all very, very different. And some of us like a whole mixture of things and that's fine too. So what do you think you are? What do you think you, what type of player? Oh, oh, okay. So there's a little bit of hedonism, definitely. Yeah. It's so funny when you ex- were explaining those, I was, uh, I, I was, uh, it was me and my husband. I was, I was like, oh yeah. Because <clears throat> my husband isn't allowed to play Monopoly with our family anymore. Oh, <laughs> which is, which is a shame because it's fun. I love playing with him, but he plays a game to win. Oh. That's what's, that's what, that's what excites him. So he's very results oriented. Right? Yes. Yep. Yep. Um, I grew up, I think you all know now, in the woods, in the forest. And a lot of the time, our goal when we were playing a game was to make it last as long as possible. Yeah. So it was a, it was Simon Sinek's infinite game, right? It wasn't about winning. It was how long could we, we were playing for play sake. Yeah. Um, so that would be me. I'm the play for play sake. <laughs> Love it. Love um, it. And um, I think I'm better playing with others. Yeah, as a child... When I think about that, um, by myself, I like to read and maybe immerse myself in imaginative play, um, but escaping into a different world. I was never one of those children to play with toys on my own that and still even now I know that, that I don't work. That's not, I don't do well like that. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, collaborative play with things yeah. is me. How about you, Jenny? What's your other than like not bridge? What do you love to do? <laughs> like you, actually, um, I think my most favorite form of play and this is not at work. Although I'm, hmm. I'm looking at ways that I could bring it into my work is to spend more time outdoors. What I love is being outside and being with other people to share the experiences of what we're seeing and what we're, we're how we're interacting with things in nature. So for me, I'm very much out there. I'm sometimes a bit whimsical. I do like quirky. I I I I, I really I shy away from the beige. What I see is a bit like everybody's doing that. We're going to do something else. I like to be a bit independent and a bit different. So I look. I I don't know what you mean. (laughs) I do look for the unusual um, and just try something out that I don't expect necessarily to be any good at, but I just want to have a try. And that's the thing about play. It's got no rules. There is no expected outcome necessarily, unless you're there to win like your husband yeah. uh, and it can be as structured or unstructured as you like and I think when we let ourselves go more unstructured it's even better so Ooh, I, I would agree as yeah. the, uh, the the freedom lady over here would agree <laughs> yes yes yeah. uh, well we would love to know what do you do for for fun for play at work or on your own at home um what should we do more of 
And uh, yes, I need to, as when you said the thing about nature, I need to give a nod. A lot of what I've learned from play about play is um, thanks to my friend who is a forest school leader, which we are going to start incorporating into our work uh, because, yeah, adults deserve it too. Oh, absolutely. And we learn so much more effectively when we are um, immersed in something to the level that it's it's play rather than intense study if that makes any sense at all and I think we need to get more excited about play because if you if you've got children um, and you say hey darlings would you like to come to the water park well maybe you wouldn't at the moment but in February (laughs) (laughs) over here indoor water park park. (laughs) if you'd like to come to the water park with me this weekend shall we do it they'll go yeah yeah and they're bouncing up and down and really really excited and as grown-ups, of course, we're far too sort of stiff up a lip and sort of tame. <laughs> we, we don't possibly show excitement about things. And I think letting go of that um, mm. self-constraint is, is actually very useful when we are considering being more playful. Oh, I love it. You can feel all that muscular tension just disappearing, can't you? Yeah, 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 because you're... It, it's like the throwing off the weight of expectation, isn't it? Mm. And just, mm. yeah. So you raise a level of excitement and you actually raising energy while getting rid of stress. It's just the perfect solution. Sounds like the answer. I, th- I think that's it. I think let's cancel work and have play. Yep, absolutely. I'm with you on that. <laughs> well, thanks everybody for joining us today. Jenny and I have had fun playing with you today. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, we'd love to know. How do you play? And we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye for now. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Thriving with Sarah and Jenny. We hope you've enjoyed listening to it as much as we did recording it. And you can always get involved in the well-being conversation at all of our social links in the show notes. Until next time, stay safe, stay happy and thrive in whatever you do.